This is Jewish Board Talk with Sheree Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. A week or so back, I was delighted to attend the opening night of the play Locked Upside Down at the Theatre of the Square. Breton lesbian Daphne Kuhn founded the theatre in Santon in 1997, and it has become an integral part of Joburg's cultural scene. Daphne has been awarded the Naledi Theatre Award for Executive Director for her outstanding contribution as an actress, artistic director, arts manager, director, lecturer, producer, teacher, and theatre owner. I'm delighted to have her as my guest now to talk about the past two years and what we can expect coming forward. Daphne, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. How lovely to be with you, Cherise. Thank you so much. Daphne, it's been a rough two years for you. It's almost exactly two years since the lockdown. I remember having you as my guest in, I think it was February 2020, and we were going through the list of shows and talking about the diversity of things, and probably none of that ever happened. What have the last two years been like? Oh, Cherise, you can imagine. It's been rather devastating. You can imagine, not just for me and the theatre and all the the public, but of course for the artists. Can you imagine? No income, no ability to present a play. Obviously, the health protocols, the health issues, the restrictions to us are essential. We've lost so many people, so many friends, so many family members. It's been a most ghastly, devastating time for the world and certainly here in South Africa. And Everybody just saw this as the death of theatre and the entertainment industry as well. And I was determined somehow to keep theatre alive, keep it in the mind's eyes of the people. We did a lot on social media and so many things to keep artists alive and try and encourage people to realise how significant the role of live theatre is in our lives. You know, we have been so blessed in, in... in a, in a way, to have had this wonderful content on our TV screens, podcasts, Netflix, whatever. And of course, it's wonderful, but we are saturated. And I think people are now wanting just to get out, to enjoy the live experience, the collective experience of the magic of being in a theatre together and responding collectively to what's on stage. And I think the art of the theatre will never die. We'll keep it alive no matter what. We've had financial constraints at our theatre. You can imagine being a privately run um, independent theatre, not supported whatsoever by the government or the, the province. We've had to, from time to time, look to corporate sponsorship. And, of course, that also came to an end. Every five years I had a corporate sponsor on board because ticket sales alone, no matter how successful we are, do not suffice in no theatre throughout the world. And we had to find a way. So what I did during this period was not only document the history of the theatre and all the wonderful productions, the serious new South African plays that had a voice, made a contribution in a way, reflecting on our times, our history and our politics, international plays, music, concerts, weekly, jazz concerts, classical, children's theatre, comedies, satirical comedies, and um, so many things. So we have documented about two and a half thousand of our productions over the last 25 years. So that was remarkable. But at the same time, we embarked on a fundraising strategy and did a lot of crowdfunding and 
thank goodness that helped us. I still don't have a corporate sponsor, a naming rights sponsor, for which I'm actively working towards and still hope to, to help find and which will help us on our way. But I've managed to raise enough funds to open to present a beautiful lineup of new plays and musicals and comedies and concerts. And I'm very happy and excited that I can now open, and we have been under the radar for a few months, but officially only last week, when it was so lovely to have you there and your family and experience the joy of a musical review that was comedic but heartfelt at the same time, dealing with the lockdown situation. And then there again, we've got so much coming. But it was essential for me because it's not only what I love that has always been my career, but for the benefit of the artists who have so much talent in this country, incredible in all the genres and disciplines of the entertainment industry, and also for our public to keep them uplifted and educated and entertained. So it was an essential that I would not mourn the loss of a theatre, but rather try and make every possible effort to revive it. And here we are, thankfully, with wonderful reports and lovely evenings. Every night we've been full at the 50% capacity, but um, we have rejuvenated theatre in every possible way to make it possible and accessible, secure and safe for our public. Definitely, there was definitely a vibe when you opened the theatre. There was excitement. There was, you know, almost like a realisation that something that we thought was dead is lost and you realise the importance of theatre. The first play you opened was Locked Upside Down, obviously, as you said, dealing comedic but both uh, heartfelt at the same time. And now you have Mark Banks and there's another theme of lockdown. So obviously, all your material is fresh and the artists have had two years to sit at home and be creating <laughs> It's so has stimulated the creative juices, I've no doubt. You're right. The theme persists in the first few of our productions, but each one is a genre in its own. Mark Banks, of course, is inimitable. A Lockdown Upside Down has the glorious talents of Sharon Spiegel, Laurie Strauss and Catherine Hopkins, who've conceptualised the play with the gardens and I and enormous experience of our director, Alan Swerdlow, with whom I've worked for many, many years on a number of local and mainly international plays. But Mark Banks's show is called Mask About Face. And yes, during the two years of lockdown, he's come up with a helter-skelter booster shot of all new comedy, of a new comedy variant and that will have you in stitches. And I hope people will start booking. But of course, thereafter, it's a month of comedy in, in March. And our very special and favorite comedian who has had international fame, Nick Rabinovitz, is back from the 16th to the 26th of March. And he has called it over it. Nick Rabinovitz is over it. There again, taking in the issue of and the essence of our lockdown period. And it's even though whatever we do is done with a huge amount of comedy and thought, it's always poignant at the same time because so many people have gone through so much, but we look at ourselves and laugh at ourselves and never try and offend anybody. And then um, there's a young Indian guy who's presenting a little show called Beginning Again, and then we have an international comedy festival. And then I'm very proud to say that Brian Schimmel's new show, and you know, he's our, we're so proud of his musical achievements as musical director here in South Africa and overseas, but he's got a story to tell. It's all 
encapsulated in his new play called uh, More Than a Handful. And that is not to be missed. Brian Schimmel will be presenting this from the 30th of March to the 16th of April. He's accompanied on the piano by the musical director, pianist, Rowan Bucker, of course, the director by Alan Swerdlow yet again. And then the delightful Kate Normington will present her show, Storm in a Bee Cup. And Brian Schimmel, sorry, will be doing all the musical arrangements. It's Rowan Bucker in the Storm in a Bee Cup that is the musical director and pianist. And then a new version of the hit comedy that we did a few years ago about that gorgeous coloured lady, coloured girl, actress, musician, exceptional talent, Chantal Stanfield, who married a Jewish guy, R.J. Benjamin, and a great and happy marriage. And it's called From Cook Sisters to Knedlach, if you, if you will remember. But the new one is From Cook Sisters to Knedlach with Kids. And, and then there's a double bill of plays. We start with something more serious thereafter in May, late May. Mike von Kram, one of our leading playwrights, has written a number of wonderful, relevant plays. We will be presenting his new double bill. The two plays are called The Abnormal and Country Duty. And we're also hoping to present a new Paul Slavalepsi play later in the year and an international play, The Beauty Queen of Lenar. And so we, and so it goes on, but I shouldn't leave out the fact that we do very special classical lunch hour concerts every Friday at one o'clock. And we've started off with so many of our leading musicians, most of whom play for the Johannesburg Philharmonic, but I sometimes depart from the classical genre and this Friday, and today, in fact, at one o'clock, just now, we are presenting a concert with 12 superb voices. And the group is called Africa Soul. The manager is Beverly Breyer. I'm sure you know her from the Soweto Gospel Choir that she's, you know, made so famous worldwide for so many years. And Africa Soul will be presenting their wonderful music, a fresh take on the African-American jazz artists and icons such as Aretha Franklin and, and so many others. So that's something to look forward to as well. Daphne, you've been involved in theatre. You started off as an actress. You've been uh, involved in different kinds of theatres. When you have shows, do you ever give your input and suggestions or do you ever talk to the actress and say, oh, I think that, you know, do you start directing? What is it like for you watching these shows? Well, you know, you, you can imagine how my input, I believe, is quite important, but I have to be very tactful because I've put them all together. I've selected the director, usually assembled the cast, not always, but usually, and uh, my input, I believe, is quite important because I understand my audience as well. And I understand the background and what, you know, theatre and the art of acting is all about. So I definitely put in a lot of my own input and I do it together with the director. You know, I, there are certain things I would like to see, little words, expressions, interpretations change slightly. And I certainly, you know, I am, after all, the producer. And that means assembling the cast, selecting the play, budgeting for the work, and, and making it marketable and enjoyable for our audience. So I def definitely, the input is there. It, I had to select the programming of all these productions. Doesn't it just happen? They don't come out. Pe people say, oh, you're getting, we're coming. We usually start from scratch. 
and and it's, there's a lot of work that goes into it. I'm sure you appreciate. You, because of your background, um, do do you have a kind of favorite? Do you have do you prefer I don't know Shakespeare or the music or comic? What for you is really resonates? What resonates for me, and I do love music because I also have a musical background. But I do love little gems of pure theatre that tell a story, and we've had so many. When I think of Rose. By Martin Sherman, the story of that one woman, and Anna Belinda portrayed and won so many awards for about the Jewish woman who survived not just the Holocaust, who was from the um, pogroms of Russia and Ukraine, it was, and went to Israel, then back to America. And she sits in mourning for her daughter in law who was killed in Israel in an anti Palestinian raid or anti-Israeli raid, rather, in this case, uh, stories like Tuesdays with Mori, so many plays. I don't know if you remember, but I love small plays that are meaningful and, and that obviously resonate with my audience and, of course, with myself. So I'm always looking. Of course, there's a budgetary constraint when you have a small theatre of 200 people and no sponsor. Uh, I do look for interesting, different little gems of plays for three or four actors. And, you know, those are my favourites, small, intimate theatre productions that are meaningful and uplifting, Def of course, at the same time. Daphne, you also are available for fundraisers. And I know I will be seeing the show, Mark, what's Mark Banks' show? It's called Mask about, about Face. Mask about, about Face. As a fundraiser. As a fundraiser. So you are available to yes. communities to come in and do what needs to be done. Absolutely. In fact, I've had a great response and we have a great rapport with the Jewish community, with all the different Jewish organisations. I can't tell you how many fundraisers that we've held at Theatre on the Square, which is almost a home to many of the Jewish plays that are presented over the years. Jewish plays, South African Jewish plays, Israeli plays, American Jewish. There's always some connection. And our Jewish organisations often come to me, and we've had so many fundraisers, often with a Jewish theme. And it's a very easy and good way of raising money. It's not very hard. They have to purchase so many tickets at a certain price. I give them a good discount and then they mark it up and hold a wonderful evening and it's an interesting way of raising funds. So, yes, I'm open to that. Any organisation or any organiser can certainly contact me at the theatre or on 083-377-4969 or 883-8606 directly. And I'll be very happy to organise a fundraiser because it benefits us and it benefits the organisation at the same time. Daphne, thank you very much. I must say that before I always wanted to go to the theatre but found, you know, I couldn't manage for whatever reason. Now that, you know, post-lockdown, I realise that these moments may be few, <laughs> far and few between. So I'm finding myself making it definitely a lot more effort to go than I might have before lockdown. Well, Looking I forward to... Sharice, how, <laughs> how thrilled I was to have you there and <laughs> how even more thrilled when you became a member of our theatre club. You know, we've, we have member membership scheme we have a patronage scheme corporate patronage scheme we have seat sponsorship and every small amount adds up and we thrill so we as a member you will be informed and invited of course also as a media 
member to come to all our openings or previews and we have a little family of theatre supporters and it builds and we need to build it more and more and to make people realise what a wonderful little gem of a theatre we have in the heart of Sandton, surrounded by wonderful restaurants and shops and uh, coffee shops and eateries and hotels. And it's a lovely evening out. And now we need to, as long as we take care and we are very aware of that, but here's the opportunity to get out of the house after two years of, it's been very tough, and just to come and enjoy a night out of the theatre. And I think you started off by talking about the magic of the theatre. Nothing can replace the magic of the theatre. Daphne, thank you so much for joining me. And um, really, I look forward to seeing your next shows. And I'm so pleased to see you on The Rebound two years later. Thank you so much, Louise. Thank you for all your support. It, it means a lot to us. Thank you. That, that was Daphne Quinn, the founder of the Theatre of the Square in Santon. <laughs>